All right, jumping into part five of the Daily Lesson Framework series. Again, if you haven't listened to the previous four parts, you may want to do that before listening to this one. But we're going to talk about shared writing today. Now, I'm not going to go super in-depth into some of these different strategies that I'm going to talk about because I have already recorded really in-depth episodes in my What How series about specific strategies in here. So shared writing is where you're going to basically co-create a class text with your students, talking about what you covered during guided oral input. The most common strategy used during shared writing is write and discuss. Again, I have an entire episode dedicated to write and discuss and actually write and discuss extensions. So if you want to scroll back through the episodes and find that. But basically, the gist of it is, is that as the teacher, you're kind of modeling writing a text for your students. So either on the whiteboard, typing it into a Google Doc, or you doing what I do where you use a document camera that's projected to your students and you're writing by hand on a lined piece of paper with your flare pens. Did you know they make scented flare pens? They do. It's true. I bought them. They're Sunday brunch scented and they're fabulous, but I digress. So... You're modeling writing for them in the target language. So for your more novice level students, this is going to look like you listing the majority part of the sentence. Like let's say you're talking about describing the weather in the place. You might say like in the picture or in Sheboygan, if that's the place you described, it is. And then you're going to say to your students, hot or cold? And then they'll like corally shout out which one was true based on the pictures. Sometimes your students will go off track here and like say ridiculous things because they think it's funny or entertaining. So if you want to keep your students focused on what to write about what you discussed during guide oral input, you might want to explicitly state that before you start. Like, listen, I know a lot of us might have some different ideas or feelings on the things that we discussed, but we're going to write about, you know, what we discussed during those pictures, what was actually true. We're not making things up or adding on right now. If you want your students to make things up or add on, you might want to explicitly state that too, but it's easier to keep it more concrete based on what you actually discussed, especially if you're novice learners. So you're going to want to give them opportunities like, you know, to say, you know, is it hot or is it cold? And then they might say it's hot. And then you might say, is it hot or is it very hot? And they might say it's very hot or based on the, um, you know, if you have special phrases in your language, like, you know, how in English it's like, it's raining cats and dogs. So you might say, is it raining or is it sunny? And they'll be like, it's raining. Is it raining? Is it raining a lot? It's raining a lot. Is it raining a lot or is it raining cats and dogs? And it might be a way for you to kind of like synonym stack um, where you're sneaking in some of these more interesting words in your target language or, you know, phrases that are used in the target language that you don't necessarily use in L1. So that's a great opportunity there. Um, and then you're kind of leading them through those sentences. Now, if your students are more intermediate or advanced level, you might have them give you the sentences in the target language. And then you might do that same thing with the synonym stacking or with the varying with your students. So the students might say, maybe you're like, oh, what, you know, what was the weather like in the picture? Because you want to write a sentence about that. And then the students might raise your hand or they might say like, it was, it was sunny and hot. And then you might say like, was it, you know, it was sunny and was it hot or was it very hot? Um, so you're kind of co-creating a text with your students. That's write and discuss. You could literally write just one sentence if you are short on time. 
seriously. Um, I try to aim for like at least three sentences, max, max, max of like seven sentences if we have a lot of time or a lot to write about. Um, but I usually hit like four or five sentences is my sweet spot. With my novice learners or my classes that are shorter, um, I will write like two or three sentences. But even that much is still powerful because they're seeing what the language looks like. Because they are used to hearing it during guided role input and scaffolded oral review, but now you're turning that into written language, and that's really powerful, especially for like, I don't know, French teachers, where, um, you know, there's like a whole four or five letters on a word that you don't hear when it's spoken. So it's extremely powerful to translate that from oral language to written language. Um, so write and discuss is probably the most common strategy for the shared writing portion of class. You could also do a strategy, especially if you have... Um, more advanced students called Right Inside the Story. And again, I made another episode explicitly about that. So check that one out. But basically the idea is you write basic sentences, like maybe you'll write three, you hit like the three main things you talked about. And then the students are tasked with the challenge of coming up with an additional sentence to add more detail in between each other sentence. Or you could you could start the write and discuss together and then the students need to write one or two more sentences to add on at the end. So there's a lot of ways where you could get um, your more advanced students involved and that would be a really good way to differentiate if you have more advanced students in a class with um, not as advanced students. Um, you know, if students maybe come from an immersion school or a bilingual school or they're heritage learners and um, you know, they have more language that they want to use, you could give them the option of like either just participating in the text that you're creating or adding in extra detail or making the sentences um, more complex or adding more to them if you want. So that's right inside the story. Um, you could also use this time to if you're doing a story, like let's say your guide role input was telling a story, you could write it like a script instead of just doing a write and discuss summary. Um, so where you actually make it so like people are talking or there's action or things like that. You could fill in a graphic organizer together as a class. So maybe you told a visual story of, you know, a personal event from your life and now you're going to pull out a story mountain. And again, I have lots of episodes about graphic organizers and you're going to fill that in as a class. Maybe the students have their own copy. Maybe they're just helping you and giving you the, the events and what to write into it. Um, so basically the idea is that you're coming together as a whole group and you're turning that oral language into written language, but that can look like many different forms. So it could look like a write and discuss paragraph, it could look like a script, it could look like um, a write inside the story where everyone has the same three sentences, but they might have additional detail sentences that are varied. Um, this might look like filling in a graphic organizer together. So that's kind of the gist of shared writing, is turning that oral language into written language. Another thing you might want to try here that could go well, especially if you have a block class or longer period, is that word card, um, that word card sentence activity that I made a um, blog post and podcast episode about. If you want to scroll back a few episodes, um, where basically you know students are given words or phrases and then they kind of organize them and put them together. So if you know already in advance what you're going to talk about that day, maybe you print out words that are related to that topic and then you have students get into partners or small groups and they create sentences and they could like share those sentences out while you as the teacher write down or maybe you take the best of both sentences. Maybe there's two really good sentences that a group shared about 
and you're gonna like combine them into one on your on your shared writing text. So there's a lot of different things you could do with this, but the main purpose again is to turn the oral language into written language.